seen y'all, man. I know y'all seen that boy Tyler Hero, man. I know y'all seen that boy. That little snarl he did was ugly, like the boy was about to crack a nut, like he was a little squirrel or something. Now you know where, you know where he, he stole that snarl from, right? That's an Ice Cube snarl. You know, how Ice, Cube do, you know yeah. how Ice Cube do that snarl all the time? Yes, he stole that from Ice Cube. Man, he stole that from Braun. He trying to get nah, his yeah, stole it. Yeah, you know, Braun. Yeah, First Braun, of all, Braun stole it from Ice Cube then because Ice Cube do that snarl all the time. If you yeah. ever uh, watch those shows, what was that? Are we there yet? He shows his little son how to do the little snarl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To be mean, to let people know, don't mess with me. That was kind of come from Ice Cube. Hey, tell me why I ain't never seen Ice Cube smiling in the picture, though. What's up with that? You usually don't, because Ice Cube was a tough man. You know, he was he known to be tough. Why yeah, would he smile? You know, Ice he don't Cube want nobody good. to think he's soft. Ice Cube ain't soft. Come on now. Yeah. Hey, but this snow about Tyler Hero was soft, though. Let's just be honest. That was soft, though. He ain't scared nobody with that. Oh no, now what, what, what are we talking about now? When a black person snarl, you scared. White person snarl, you laugh. <laughs> exactly it's different though, was. bro. He ain't got <laughs> that exactly nasty face. That yeah, he don't have that tough face. You know, like, oh, are you tough? No, you're not tough, player. We know that. That's why you're trying to snarl like that to make us think you're tough. Right. Can we uh what what RCD world R uh R D C world said they said, Hold on, Jamal, don't hit me with the nine and they started laughing. <laughs> 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 hey, he looked like that. He looked like a suburban. But y'all That's what I'm saying. Welcome to Rep Your Side. We here with it again. And we got some special guests. I got my boy Terry G back on, my special co-host. And I got another special guest with me today. I got Kobe. Kobe, introduce yourself. Yo, yo, it's Kobe in here. You know, one of the Lynn Street finest prodigies in the world right now, man. Stop playing with me. Lynn Street, claim it right there. But, hey, I'd like to give a shout-out to LaDaren, uh and his mom. His mom just had a birthday. I just want to say happy birthday to her. And celebrate, celebrate, and don't celebrate too hard. And, hey, don't spend that much on the boat. But first off, <laughs> <laughs> Already <laughs> broke. When they first went on there, you broke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we ain't going to say that. But we need to uh, give a congratulations to the Seattle Storm for beating the Las Vegas Aces today. Congratulations to those girls. Congratulations Rio. to Brianna Stewart for playing a hard-fought game and winning her second WNBA Finals MVP. Congratulations. That's right. We got to always shout out the WNBA because they just as important as the NBA. Right. You know, them girls are just as important as the NBA, so shout them out. Definitely, definitely. But let's get into our first topic. The topic at hand right now is the NBA Finals. Right now, guys, we are actually watching it. It's it's tied. It it is right Uh, now. Miami 54, 52. 54 to 52. Miami is up. Right now, it's a close game. Nobody can go either way. But let's get into game three. How do we feel about game three? Jimmy Butler dropping a 40-point triple-double without Bam, without Drogic. He did it all. AD didn't have a good night. You know, LeBron had a good night. But like we said before, AD, to me, goes as far as the Lakers go. I mean, the Lakers go as far as AD go. Let me rephrase that. But how do we feel about the Lakers right now? Are they in trouble? Let's just get that out the way. Are they in trouble? Well, first of all, you know they're in trouble because of the fact of when AD got in foul trouble, what happened? They went downhill from that point on. Like you just said, without AD, the Lakers wouldn't even be in the playoffs. Probably wouldn't even be there at all. 
You know what I mean? They, so, they, they definitely would be in the playoffs. I don't think though. they would be in the playoffs because they, they, now, not without AD. Without AD, AD carried this whole team. MVP of the Lakers right now is AD. It is definitely not LeBron. You know what I'm saying? So I have to say that as long as AD stay in the game, stay out of foul trouble, don't get hurt, the Lakers got a good chance. He get hurt, get foul trouble, anything like that, ball game is over. Jimmy Butler showed you that uh, in game three, how he just handled the Lakers. You, you see what I'm saying? Damn near by himself. So that's what I'm saying. They need AD to win. They had the great LeBron, as they called him, the great LeBron on the flow, and they couldn't pull that game out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's how I look at it. Yeah. I'm a, you know, before I get into I'm my a, side um, of it. Yeah, Kobe, you go ahead. I'm going to call it what it is. Jimmy Butler wasn't nothing but a flu game three, man. He got most of his points <laughs> from the free throw line. He didn't earn them fair and square. Look, you the know, man got a triple-double, like, triple-double, 40 points without even hitting a three. That wasn't no flu. Because they came from the free throw line. Like you said, it was foul trouble. That's all they did was foul too much. And they capitalized on turnovers. But tonight going to be a different game. Uh, yeah, tonight like they're said, playing a close game right now. So, close. I yeah, don't and, know. And the Lakers finna pull out on them. I don't know. I mean, you got my boy Bam back. That makes a big difference when Bam is on the flow. Big difference. No, we just seen Bron just get a lay. 59-54 right now. L.A. Hey, that kind of rhyme right there. But... Let's get into uh, how we feel about LeBron's performance uh, in that game. Well, let's say this. Jimmy Butler had a lot of screens. He had a lot of screens. He got the little guy on him. He mostly took KCP to the hole off of the screens. I feel like LeBron should have – I don't want to say that LeBron was lackadaisical on defense, but he didn't fight to remain on Jimmy Butler when the screen came. It seemed like, to be honest, that he took a break off. Hold on, hold on. We discuss this all the time. We all know, first of all, LeBron has no defense. All that running people down, getting blocked shot, that is not defense to me. Secondly, we all know, just like you just said, hold on, just like you just said, Jimmy Butler's switch. On the switch, he got the smaller guy so he can score. Isn't that what LeBron do every game? LeBron never guards anybody his size. He's scouting anybody that's his size or anybody that can play defense on him. He runs away from him. That's why he wasn't on Jimmy Butler. He ain't want that trouble. Come on, man. Tell hey, it like hey, it is. Hey, Kobe, before, you, before I get him, I'm going to let you say something. Uh-huh. Which what you want to talk about? Jimmy Butler, LeBron, bit out. LeBron will complete destroy, destroy Jimmy Butler on the offensive side. And yellowing on the defensive side. Is that why he ran from him that whole game? No, nah, that's not called running. Just as a what is that called? Because my play. my thing is is this when when if we go back to the last series, if my understanding that once wasn't that was that Murray starts scoring. What yeah, happened? He, hey, but LeBron, LeBron switched on, on Murray. Though. Hold on, hold on. I'm saying switched. LeBron switched on Murray, right? When Jimmy right. Butler was scoring forty points plus. Did LeBron switch on Jimmy Butler? Different animal. You're dealing but, with a different animal okay, that can push. Now let me say hold, on, though, hold on, hold on, That you can push. He can push LeBron around. You see what I'm saying? Murray can't push LeBron around. So he didn't switch Jimmy on, uh, on Jimmy. On LeBron, man, Jimmy man. can push LeBron around. Good, he, can, he can upset him. He can get in his head. And that's what happened. That's why he don't want to stick him. He don't want no Big part out. of that trouble. Big out. What have Jamal Murray did for the series that Jimmy Butler doing? Jimmy Butler scored 40 points how many times? Now, compared Jamal Murray's stats to Jimmy Butler's stats this whole playoff series, even though he at home, compare him for me. 
Well, I mean, I give you that. I mean, Jimmy Butler just Jimmy Butler actually just showed up. Yes, uh, uh, game three. He showed up game three. I'm not going to say that. He showed up game two, too, because he had a 25.9, nine rebound, nine assist game. It's just the AD was a monster. They weren't getting those offensive rebounds. as They weren't rebounding as the Lakers were. The Lakers were dominant in the first two games on the rebounding side, in my opinion. But going back to LeBron, LeBron, I felt like he ran. But in this game, LeBron will not run. When LeBron... when LeBron gets on the defender, he will get clamped up. Let's just let's just keep it what it is. We saw it. LeBron got on Kawhi. I mean, I'm just, I mean, I'm gonna say this. It was I know it was the first game of the season coming back from the bubble, but LeBron walked, uh, locked up Kawhi Leonard and he locked up Paul George on the same play. So we cannot doubt LeBron's defense. We cannot, we cannot doubt it. Team, why would why we well, gotta think about this? Why would Jimmy Butler want a screen if he didn't fear LeBron's G- defense? Why? Why didn't uh, LeBron switch off the screens and jump right on Jimmy Butler? Because the man that. that was look, the man that was screening LeBron was a much smaller man. It wasn't no big man. It wasn't Olenek. Olenek didn't screen him not one time. Yeah, it, was, it was a it was smaller guy. That's right. So what? My question would be: Why didn't LeBron jump on? Jimmy Butler then. You know, you know this man is putting up points. This man is finna uh, win this game for the Miami Heat. Let me get on him. Let me stick some defense. Isn't that what he did to Murray in that yeah, fourth quarter? Because he was afraid that Murray was finna bring them back and win the game. So he went on and switched on Murray to stop that. Why you didn't do that to Jimmy Butler? Different animal. I'm telling you, it's a different animal. Because Jimmy Butler would get all in his face and he know it. <laughs> I'm not going to let you slide with that. Ain't no let no slide. You know it and I know it. We going to see in this game four, Jimmy Butler does not want LeBron James to guard him. He will call the screen. Well, Jimmy Butler has been guarding him majority of the first half. Jimmy Butler was guarding him. He has been guarding him. Now they got AD guarding him, and he going right to the rack on AD. What a foul. Come on, man. You know that was a foul, though. Be honest. (laughs) You know that was a foul. But this is what I'm saying. They keep switching back and forth. They put Jimmy Butler on LeBron, put Jimmy Butler on AD. You see what I'm saying? I saw that. But let's get into this next topic. At the end of game three, how do we feel about LeBron walking out before the game ended? He said it was just out of frustration, and he thought the game was over. I'm going to let you run it off. Hold on. I'm just going to say, because what I've seen today, I, I had my thing about him being a little bitch. Sore loser <laughs> walking yeah. off the court. But then I looked at my boy Stephen A and them today with Max, and they had uh-huh. Isaiah Thomas on there. And Isaiah Thomas explained it. You know, he said he went through it when he walked off with Jordan. You know what I mean? He said Larry Bird did it. He but said it was Magic just game one, though. But he it's, said, it's not like he. Hold on, hold on, hold on, player. Okay. Let me explain it to you now. Right. So basically, like he was saying is this y'all only recognize when the star player do it. You don't recognize when the lower players does it. And I have to agree with him on that. If we're going to get on LeBron, then we got to get on everybody else who walked off too. You see what I'm saying? We just can't say say LeBron did it and not get on everybody else who walked off the court and did the exact same thing. Even though that LeBron is that star player, we know that. And he shouldn't do that, but out of frustration of losing a close, I mean, losing a game, and it wasn't close, but losing a game, and basically to one player who got a triple-double, who actually did something that LeBron has never done before. Come on now. Hey, there you go. 
You hating on LeBron with that I'm one. Not hate, I'm not hating on him, but you he has never did. Listen, he never did what Jimmy Butler did in game three. He never oh, did. 40 point triple double. LeBron hasn't Jim, had that. Jimmy Butler is the only player ever did it in the NBA. Hey, Rich, we're going to take the stats on that one. I, I, you might be correct. We're going to take the stats on that one, come back to that. But I'm going to just say this. I understand that. We understand that lower players, we don't notice them because they are not the stars. But as a star, this is all I'm going to say to negate, negate that is if you are a leader, you lead by example. I don't care if a, star, a, a smaller or lesser person did it. You are the leader. If a smaller person left off the court, you tell them to get back on the court because you are the leader of that team. It's to be known. It's three teams. Three teams LeBron been on, and we have had this discussion many a time. He have not been a leader of neither one of them teams. He wasn't a leader of Cleveland. He wasn't a leader of Miami. He was a leader of Cleveland. He wasn't a leader. He wasn't a leader of Cleveland because when he left, hold on, hold on, hold on, players. Let me get y'all now. When he left and came back, hold on. When he left and came back. That was Kyrie's team. He wasn't the leader of that team. That was Kyrie's team. And also, hold on, Miami. <laughs> hold on, hold on, look. Hey, hold on, Kobe. Hold on, Kobe. After Miami, he wasn't the leader on Miami. You know, that was Dwayne Wade's team. So he wasn't the leader of that. He ain't the leader of the Lakers right now. That's Anthony Davis' team. Come on, Kobe, man. Kobe, man. Let him have it. Let him have it, Kobe. Oh, man. Yes, yes, sir. You know, I agree with you on a lot of stuff. This right here, I can't agree with y'all. <laughs> Kyrie Irving out of all people on the team. <laughs> wasn't Ky- hey, wasn't Kyrie the leader of Cleveland when LeBron left? No. Kyrie. Yes. Listen, yes, listen. it was his team. And Kyrie listen. became the leader after hey, LeBron hey, came hey, back. Hey, my boy Kobe get his point across. Go ahead, Just go because you're a good player does not make you a leader. Kyrie Irving is not a team leader. I know I'm he's sorry. not a team leader, but I know Cleveland was his team when LeBron came back. No, he wasn't. That's this. That's, that's by. I can be a team leader of the Cleveland Cavaliers, man. If I go play, <laughs> right? No, Kyrie Irving is not a team leader, a leader at all. He would never. Kyrie Irving would always be a backup to somebody, to somebody else right. on the team. I would have got the. That's the only way he'll win the championship. Um, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. The what about face. Miami? What about Miami? I'm gonna say this. We're about which, oh, which, going ahead. Okay, hold on, wait. But when the you way Wade was the leader of that team, go when ahead, Kobe. When you say Miami, you talking about the Dwayne Wade when LeBron first went to Miami, or later down in a year, LeBron. I'm talking about all while he was in Miami. That was Dwayne Wade's team. Him, that was Kobe. never gonna Let be. That it, was Kobe. never gonna be LeBron's team. I if I, look, if Kobe was still alive today and he still decided to play on the Lakers, the Lakers team would belong to Kobe. Would not be LeBron's team. And we all and know I that. Agree to that. I yeah. agree okay, to that. so that's all. That's the only thing I'm saying. Miami belonged to Dwayne Wade. It's gonna always be Dwayne Wade. It that's has never way. ever been LeBron's team. That's a what if uh, what if situation you getting into, big dog. We we gonna cover that later in our show later on and more episodes. But finish what you were saying, Kobe. I give Dwayne Wade one or two years to the most as a team leader over there in Miami. But everybody know when it comes to leading something as a leader, LeBron is what you call a leader. That's just a straight fact. I'm sorry. I'm You're sorry. Right. I'm just saying. You're I, right. I, I, LeBron right. cannot be on the team with nobody else without him being the leader. Now, Anthony Davis, you can't you can't qualify him as a leader just because he's a good player. Leaders and good leaders know how to handle the situation and get your team to the finals, no matter who on the team. Kyrie Irving can't do that. Dwayne Wade, he did it. Well, he can't do that by himself. If you really want the guy, then it's true. 
He, he had to have, he, you know, he had. I mean, but every every he good start to. needs help, though. Yeah, everybody needs help. I understand it. But LeBron is what you call a leader. For, and LeBron, I'm sorry, LeBron ain't coming back up to nobody. Nah. Nobody. Nah. Oh, you mean nobody that's team. playing now? Because if he played back in the day, he'd have been back up to a lot of people. Oh, my God. Man, we, hey. You know, we don't need to get into that one now because he would have been that Robin to a we, lot of people. We, Look, when the NBA season is over, we gonna talk about that. When we gonna talk about okay. that, right now okay. we need to focus. Okay. Right now Let's we need go. to focus on these finals. I'm gonna give a quick update. It's the LA Lakers up 63. If um, Miami makes this free throw, it'll be 63 to 62 in the third quarter. But we're gonna get into our next topic. We're gonna we're gonna flip the spectrum of the of the scale and get into the NFL and uh, in review in week four. So first, our first question. We we just gonna hop into it. Should the NFC East be disbanded or distributed? <laughs> what, NFC East, which one? The NFC East need to flip flop some teams. So it because be there's nowhere in the world they the worst division in the league, and somebody got to come out of that out of that division and go to the playoff. That is a damn shame. I don't even think. Right now, if I was the NFL, there is nowhere in the world I'd take anybody at that NFC, uh, uh, NF, what is that? The NFC East. Yeah. East. Ain't no way I would take anybody out that division. It's a damn shame that Philadelphia is the number one team in that division right now. With a one and two record, they're number one. One, two, and one record. <laughs> one, two, and one is number one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. And you, you know, you got Dallas number three. You know, and then you got the lonely, uh, 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 who is that? The uh, Giants, Giants. Owen Foe. And either one of them, I mean, the Giants can literally come out that division at Owen Foe. They can come out that division right now. All they have to do is just win by four or five games and then come out that division. That's how That's bad how that bad. division is. That is ridiculous. And who yeah. else in there? I'm missing a team. No, you you cover you uh the Redskins. The Redskins. Well, we don't even talk about them. You know they. Uh, it ain't no. I'm sorry. Well, they we ain't sorry, the Redskins. We sorry, people. We so sorry. Team. There's no such thing as a Redskins team anymore. We are talking the, about the Washington football team. My bad. It, it's you just know, a habit. You know. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, we're yeah. sorry about that one. But I'm just yeah. saying, you talking about four teams in an NFL sucks. The and whole division. division sucks. Look. Add up how many games in that one division have they won? Three? Three games in the whole division? Yeah, three games. I, I think I three saw games like three. in the whole division. I think I, I might uh Rex can quote me if I'm wrong uh later in the video, but I think it's like three and twelve for the whole division. For the whole division. Wrong. That is that is sad. That is real sad. That's I, why I remember be. we talked about this last week and I said it's a shame that the Cowboys can probably win five games and go to the playoffs. Yeah. That is ridiculous. That is that is really ridiculous coming out that division. They need to disband that division, you know, shake it up, take some people out of that division, put them in some other division, switch some teams around to make that division relevant because right now that division is not relevant at all. Right. Kobe, what you got to say, man? The whole, the whole division? The whole yeah. division. Should it you be disbanded or distributed? Wipe your ass with it. I uh, know, right? <laughs> Let him know, player. Let him know. Do do it? Well, hey, we'll say it one more time. <laughs> you pull your pants down and wipe your ass with that. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need uh, to take these powerhouse divisions, like the Saints division, and put one of them teams over there and switch them around. That's what yeah. they need to do. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Because I think 
I had the Cowboys coming out that division, but right now it's a damn shame. It's a toss up. Because like I say, it's a damn shame that the Giants can damn near go on the win streak and come out that division. That's a the damn Cowboys shame. Cowboys need to become a, uh, a professional cricket team. Man, <laughs> or hey, something. As, as a fan of the Cowboys right now, I have to say that. I don't – it's hard for us to win games right now. Like, we got the Giants coming up this week, and I'm doubtful of us beating the Giants right now just because it's of what – It's a damn shame that the Giants might get their first win because it, it, of the fact that that defense is so terrible that it's a damn shame the Giants might come in there and get their first win. So what, so what do we feel since we're on the topic? What do we feel the Cowboys need? On defense right now to change the season around. What what do they need? Defensive coordinator. Fire. I believe I believe you could take players and turn them into stars. I think you need to get rid of that defensive coordinator because I, it's something it's something that's not right with that defense. So, and I understand that the players win games. The players are the one that got to go out there and actually perform and win games. But sometimes just watching the Cowboys, it looked like. The They're defense not set up don't even to win. know. Right. It doesn't look like they know where they're supposed to be, what position they're supposed to be in. It just – I don't know. I, I just – I don't know if it, – it might be the defensive coordinator. I don't know. They might have to get rid of that defensive coordinator. I, I saw a stat on Mike Nolan, and uh, it was it was a stat that said – I think he hadn't been a coach. Quote me if I'm wrong on this too, uh, Rex. He hadn't been a coach in like 2014, and when he I was it, a coach – Huh? Oh, and when and when he was a defensive uh, coordinator, the last time in the last four seasons or so, he was ranked 27, 28, and last in uh in the whole NFL as a defensive coordinator. So my question is, how do you ha- have defenses that are ranked last and you still are a defensive coordinator? That is my question. How do you not have if you go back in his history, not have a good defense as long as you've been a defensive coordinator and you still get a job as prominent as the Cowboys. Because going into the season, we we knew the Cowboys, well, we thought the Cowboys were going to be a great team, you know, going to improve. But it's a downfall. You know, we thought we were getting something better than Jason Garrett. I mean, you know, and we got something worse than Jason Garrett. So, well, let me ask both of y'all a question because I'm going to ask both of y'all these questions. Just look at certain uh, certain teams that's in the NFL right now. You got the Cowboys whole division. So that's four teams right there. You got the Texans. Is it the coaching staff, offense, defense, special teams, or is it the players don't want to play for these different coaches or different teams? Because I don't think I have ever seen this many teams so bad. You know, I, now everybody want to say, oh, we didn't have a preseason. The season started so fast. We had to put this, that, and the third together. We're missing a lot of players because they didn't want to uh, participate because of the covert. I'm always, my my uh, motto is, is always the next man up regardless. You know what I'm saying? Be- That's the reason why you got all these uh, uh, practice squad members and all that. It's always the next man up. So what is the problem? Let's just be honest I mean, on this. Let's even, let, let's even go further than this. Green okay. Bay is Green Bay is four and zero. Aaron Rodgers out there throwing the practically running backs that he didn't turn running backs into and wide receivers and, and tight end, <laughs> and they got a decent defense. This man is four and zero. Now, granted, I heard today 
somebody wants to say, well, he ain't really played nobody. Everybody he played was bad teams. He played NFL team. I'm sorry. He played yeah. NFL teams. Whether they bad or not, they're NFL teams. So, so this is what I was going to get into, like you said. My thing is, I understand the excuses, but as a professional, you get paid to do this. You know, as a as a coach, you get paid to do this. You've been in the league X amount of years, or even if it's your wiki year, you have to always stay prepared as a professional. So that that's just my opinion on it. You get paid to do this, you're a professional, so you should be prepared. So it should not be no excuses, you know. That's just my opinion on it. Even though I understand the excuses, but you're a professional. But let's go into the next topic of uh, – let's get into this next one of how do we feel about the Texans since we just talked about it. How do we feel about the firing of Bill O'Brien? Uh, as y'all may or may not know, me and Kobe were on IG Live on um, For the Health of It, and we discussed this earlier. And Kobe was like, this guy should have been fired last year. I'll let you get into it. I'm going to let you state your facts again, so I won't quote, misquote you on this. Uh, like I was saying, I, you know, four years long enough, you had the tools that you had. You had all the weapons that you need. So it shouldn't be no way that you that you are losing to teams like this and not winning. You Okay, you get me to where I need to go, but you don't let me get my trophies in as a team. So as an organization, it's time to let things go. Don't hold on to bad habits. And losing for the Houston Texans was a bad habit that will happen in the playoffs. You know, four years was long enough, however long he's been there. But you like, on, like you, how do you give up on 24 lead to a team that has a high power offense? All they had to do was deny, deny um, Patrick Mahomes the ball. To me, you would have been gone right then and there. We ain't got nothing else to talk about. First of all, Kobe, let's, let's state this fact the man is the actual GM. And the and coach. The coach. So he get to bring in who he want, right. when he want it, and how he want it. Then right, you let one of the best wide receivers in Hopkins go, and you got nothing for him. One. You bring in a damn running back for one of the best wide receivers in the game. For right. a running back and some draft choices, and you didn't do shit with the draft choices that you got. You are the GM and the coach. You make the decision on who comes into that damn who plays for your team. So, yes, I agree with you 100%. When he let the De, uh, DeAndre Hopkins go, if I was the owner, he'd been fired right then and there. We, right we, off the bat, he'd been fired. But if I was the owner, uh, Hopkins wouldn't have went nowhere because, hell, if Hopkins would have came and told me the coach was the goddamn problem, then he would have been gone. <laughs> I'd have let him out of there. He would have exactly. been gone because he you got rid of. You, go. Hold on, like you got rid of the. You got rid of uh, your quarterback's best weapon. You got rid of him. Okay, I'm sorry. As a owner, Brandon Cooks for Brandon like Cooks. Ever as an owner, he would have been gone. Gone. I'm sorry, he would have been gone. Like you say, Kobe last year. Damn show after he made that trade, he would have been gone. He would have been gone. I'm sorry, because that was the dumbest mistake you can ever make. I don't you know, understand and, and like how you say, uh-huh. I don't understand how he got a head coach position and a gym position, and he ain't got nothing to prove for all this. Well, he's trying to be like Belichick. You know, I think he can't. I don't know. I'm not. Don't quote me on this one, because I'm not yeah, he sure. Did. He, he did. did come from under Belichick, I, so I guess they figuring that he going to do the same thing that Belichick did. I'm going you know to point this out, too, since we're on the topic of Belichick. So, 
Belichick, you know, how do, how do I phrase it? The coaches that have came from under Belichick have not been doing good. Terrible. The ones that have, Terrible. The ones that I can remember. These are the two that I'm just going to point out. I'll, Bill O'Brien, he had he had a successful run, but he hasn't been doing good. You look at the situation with uh, Matt Patricia as the coach in Detroit. He should be gone. Detroit yep. hasn't been relevant at least since Jim Caldwell, you yep. know. He, this man, I saw the stats, he was like 10 for like 28 or 32 since he's been there. He, I just feel like, how do we feel about coaches that come from under a system that's successful, but when they get their shot, they're not that. Do we question, we don't question Belichick, but do we question the credibility or it, was it just a good team? Well, we, some, of these we, guys, some of these guys uh, uh, um, go to the wrong team. That's just basically what happened. You go into the wrong team. When you go into these powerhouse divisions, like, okay, just say, for for example, the NFC is is one of the most powerful divisions in the league. Why would I take Detroit job? And I know I'm not going to get over the hump with Minnesota, with Green Bay, with Chicago. I'm I'm not taking that division. I may want to go to the NFC East. Where it's a weak division, <laughs> and maybe I can do something from that point on. But I'm not yeah. going to go to the Saints. Not finna go over in that division either. I'm definitely not going in that division. You know what I'm saying? So as a coach, you have to pick the right team. You see what I'm saying? Um, I was looking at that when Doc Rivers was talking today. He said he was gonna take he was gonna take some time off. But when this job came for the Sixers, he knew it was the right team for him. That's the it reason is. why he took that job. As a coach, you got to take the right situation. Like I give you for an example, my boy in, in Denver that, you know, you're a defensive mind coach. Yeah, You was with the Bears. You had a set job, one of the number one top-ranked defense in the league. You decide you want to be a head coach, and it's proven you, you're not a coach. You're not a head coach. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You Your defense even sucked, and you're a defensive specialist, and Denver defense sucked. Denver, I'm going to say this, Denver defense is not bad, but the offense. It ain't as good as it should be, though. Yes. As him being, yes. a, as he being a defensive yes, uh, a guru, it should be an excellent defense. You right. know what I'm saying? Where they, they defense damn near should be winning the game for him. Isn't that what he was doing when he was with the Bears? Damn True. near, the Bears defense was winning the game for him. When the offense wasn't correct. producing. So that's what I'm that's saying. Correct. Situations, you got to put yourself in a good situation. And most of these coaches do not put themselves in good situations. So they just take these jobs and 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 then when you go two, three, four years and they fire your ass, now all of a sudden, oh, was it my fault? Oh, this, that. No, it is your fault. <laughs> so you blame the coach. I for just taking a bad situation. In certain situations, it is the coach. It is the coach. In his situation, because he ran, he was the general manager and the coach. All of it is his fault. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because of the fact of you bringing in, you bringing in your personnel. You bringing in. You know, I understand how most coaches they don't have the opportunity to bring in the people that they want. They may not have their quarterback that they want. They were set. The Texans set. I'm saying that's what I'm saying. He can't make no excuse because he was able to bring in who he wanted. You're the GM. And the coach. So yes, he should have been fired. Yeah, he should. He should have been gone. I agree with Kobe. Yeah. If you blow it like like the Clippers situation, Doc Rivers blow a three one lead, he gone. If you blow a lead like that, you gone. We look at Atlanta. Dude was um, 
2028-3. You blow a lead like that, you are gone. Yeah. To me, I don't care what yeah, I don't understand. Care. I don't understand this Atlanta us. owner. I don't understand the Atlanta owner right now because right now the Atlanta owner should have been firing somebody today. You got to fire somebody to wake that team up. He didn't do anything. Me personally, I would have fired if it had to be the goddamn cleanup man. Somebody would have got fired today (laughs) to wake that team up. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, it ain't looking good for you next week. You know, who they playing? Green Bay? No, they just played Green Bay and, you know, they just lost their game. No, no, I mean, who they playing this week? I can't. I'll tell it ain't you, looking uh, good for them who they playing this week. Uh, it's, oh, okay. uh, the Panthers. I think they got the Panthers. Panthers. I okay. think they got the. You know, Bridgewater is bowling. Okay. You know, Teddy is bowling down there. So um, I believe they got the Panthers. So it ain't looking good for them this week. Yeah. But uh, what I was going to say, just to keep an update on uh, what's happening right now, LA is up 75 to 70 on the Miami Heat. It's a defensive game, low scoring. So, do we still have? Do you do you still take Miami to win? this from what you're seeing right now. Or I got is, Miami gonna pull it okay. out. And I got Anthony the Davis so, is not really showing up. He's not really scoring this game. Okay. So I I, I got um I got Miami to pull this out. Okay. Davis gonna win this. Well, yeah. we'll see. The fourth quarter finish start. This is when they kick in. Now let's go. Cool. So going back to the football side of it, we're gonna talk about. The Chiefs versus the Patriots yesterday. How do we feel about that game? They have excellent next. game to me because I look at it like this: when you play, the only way you could beat the Chiefs, you got to have a good defense. And as so far, they had a good defense. They just had bad quarterback. I mean, I'm, so do we need to really, really talk about that? Um, no, we don't. I, we don't. I, Look, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say if Cam Newton was in there, they would have won. I'm not going to say that because I think but it that. been closer. Right. I think KC uh, prepared for Cam Newton. You know what I'm saying? I think they prepared for him. But then when they put this clown in there, which should not, not even be in the NFL anymore, I don't even know why they still got him. Yeah, old as dirt, if we being I, honest. I, I would have I <laughs> released him long, long time ago. KC right. looked at that as basically – we're playing a scrimmage game because they didn't pull out all the weapons that they actually have. If you actually looked at the way they play, they didn't pull out the weapons that they actually would have had to win that game until the fourth quarter. You know, I guess they, you look at it like this. They gave them a chance. They gave them three quarters. You still didn't do nothing. He Patrick Mahomes like, okay, I ain't gonna hold y'all up too much longer. Let me just go ahead and end this game. And that's basically (laughs) what they did. You know, that's basically what happened. You know, they want it to look like, uh, okay, they vulnerable. You can do this. You can do that. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. Don't even, even try to start that, that crap right there. They just didn't want to pull out what they was going to do to Cam Newt. They didn't want to show you their hand. So they went a different route. That's what I, that was. I don't know if it was that. I'm just going to say this. I felt like the Patriots played great defense. But the Patriots offense played better defense for the Chiefs. I'm going to just say it. Giving up all the, yeah. Interceptions. Up, yeah. I mean, they weren't even catching the ball. And uh, when have you known Adam and the Miss uh, dropped them any passes or right. something? I mean, not even run the right it route. Was evident, I mean, it was evident that the quarterbacks didn't get reps with that team. Yeah. It, it was evident. Yes. Yep. It was like, it was just too many miscues for these, you know, for them to have. Yep. It was just evident. They didn't have the reps because it was just drop ball. It was just too much going on in that game. So, yep. 
I'm going to flip over to the MLB, and we're going to kind of wrap it up after this. MLB, playoffs started. I think I saw the Yankees win today, um, and I think the Astros won. Uh, well, this was yesterday. Astros and Yankees won the ALDS first game, uh, game one or so. But I'm not going to lie. I haven't been watching the MLB playoffs. I usually watch it if my team is playing, the Boston Red Sox. It's not exciting to me. I feel like MLB, it's only played when your team is in. You, you only watch it when your team is in it, if we're being honest. It's just like that. Like, we can follow basketball and talk about basketball even when our teams are not in it. What does baseball need to pick up more people like us? They feel like, oh, I can watch Major League Baseball now because other teams, you know, even if my team is not in it. What do what does baseball have to do? I'm gonna let you go first, Kobe. I know you probably got some crazy take. So you know, uh, baseball is a very exciting sport. You know, some people just don't like baseball because they think of it as uh, just hit the ball, run, or wait nine innings for a personal win or something. Baseball is extra interesting sport. Now, listen, I don't watch it every day because it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, but like you said, your team not in it, you're not watching. See. I don't even have a favorite uh, MLB team, but if I was that favorite MLB team, it would be the Yankees. Want to tell you why? Because it's all I know. So, you know, as far as <laughs> baseball, people will watch you, you know what I'm saying? It's just something that they like, you know. But 9 to that 10, nah, they ain't it. Well, you and missed you the know. mark on baseball. See, baseball started out as America's team. Baseball was yeah, American America's team. Sports. America's you got to understand something. Baseball didn't keep up with the, with the trend. You got... You know, baseball started out with a lot of people watching baseball. They got older. They get older. They pass away. That's it for them. They, they, baseball have not tried to bring in the young generation. That's where they missed the market. They got to bring the young generation in. Plus, it's too many fucking games. 162 games. That's just too long. Yeah. You got to cut the season down. They got to bring some sort of excitement to baseball. Because right now, baseball is not exciting anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, a damn shame when we watch Little League baseball and get so and excited I like it about more than it. I like right. Little League more than Major League. That, that's what I'm trying to touch on. <laughs> yeah. When we can watch a Little League game and it's so much exciting than a Major League game. I mean, that's just the bottom line. Baseball got to come up with something to draw the people to watch baseball because pe people don't watch baseball anymore. All of the older people, they watch it, but then most of them is, you know, passing on. Young yeah. folks is not attracted to baseball, I'm, not I'm like not they as, would basketball yeah. and football. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So the, they got to come up with something with baseball. That's the only way you're going to get people to start back watching it. The first thing they got to do is eliminate those – there's too many games. Yeah. Too many games right now. 160, 162 games. They need to drop that down at least 100. Get rid of 62 games. Yeah. I like you know the 62-game season for, the, for this bubble, though. I agree. Look, I like look, it better. Look, yeah. let, me, let me say something like this. There's no way in the hell baseball start in March and end in October. <laughs> and sometime November. <laughs> now you, you start you, – you done went through spring, summer, and fall. Uh, and, and, and somewhat into the winter with baseball. <laughs> that is just too damn long, man. That's yeah. too damn long. You got to eliminate. That's too long. Plus, don't nobody get interested into baseball until the playoffs come. Who's watching baseball? Ain't nobody watching baseball. You're never going to compete with the NBA, and your damn show ain't going to compete with the NFL because the NBA damn show can't compete with the NFL. So You know what I'm saying? So to, to make baseball more exciting, just drop one trait. 
that you feel that would get you to watch uh, baseball? If it's not, just just say it ain't one. But just draw one thing that baseball needs to make you to watch. Cut that shit down from nine innings to seven innings and cut the league down. At least to 100 games. Because <laughs> right now it's just too goddamn long. Do something to make the game more exciting because right now it's just not exciting. What you know, you, it's, what, it's really not. What you got, Kobe? What you got? Man, I want to see. I understand why people in baseball get paid so much because it's more like a dangerous sport, though. So for me, if you're getting paid all that money, 162 games a season, that's not too long. The end is not too long. I just feel like the game, I want to see more home runs. I want to see more scoring. I want to see more action, basically. Because it will go boring at time. We will have drops. I just don't want to see nobody get struck out every time. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I'm a, I, as, as we know, with basketball, scores can score. Fans like to see that. And I agree with you. We like to see home runs. We like to see all that. We like to see the high impact, you know, the high explosive plays, the explosive plays and things like that and whatnot. But like Big Dog said, if they nullify baseball to seven innings, like Little League World Series, like I, I ain't going to lie, I love when they come around. The Little League versus I love when it comes around because it's seven innings and these, you know, these kids, they playing, they hard. You know, they playing their hearts out. So I love to see baseball go to seven innings, like you said. And I say just notify the season to 82 games, like the NBA. What's the point of going to 162 or something like that? But that's all I got to say. I'm going to wrap it up here. Do y'all guys want to bring up another topic before we close it out? Um, right now, Game LA six is points. six points. Six points. LA winning by LeBron. six. LeBron just did a little fader, 81 to 75. Middow still saying that he ain't going to take it in the end of this. We'll see. We'll come back and give y'all an update on that. But if there's anything that y'all like to say, shout out real fast. I'll let y'all go on and say that. So, you, uh, you got give anything? A, like I say, give a shout out to this show, you know, popular show. Want everybody to watch it. Send your likes. Hopefully you like it. If you don't, that's great, too. I like to hear both sides of it. You like right. it, you don't like right. it, what you want us to do. You want us to do something different. Send your comments. We'll do it. Okay, cool. Right. You got something, Kobe? Yeah. Everybody needs to stop they doing and go follow Rip Your Side on Instagram. I don't care what you're doing right now. Stop what you're doing. Go follow Rip Your Side. Show my boy the country some love, man. That's yeah. all that matter right now. Show my boy some love. <laughs> Right. And if y'all don't know, Cover was calling me Lil Country. That's my little gamer tag. That was my gamer tag on Xbox. We call Big Dog Terry G. We we really don't call him Terry G. He aka Big Dog on the game. So yeah. That's right. It's Big Dog. He the OG. He the OG. The player. That's and, right, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I like to give a shout out to my uh, producer again and Rex. And uh Lanaran, man, we miss you, man. Enjoy your day. Uh, we can't wait to see you back, man. So we're going to wrap it up right here, y'all. Appreciate everybody coming on. Follow the page again, like Kobe said, at R-E-P-Y-O-S-I-D-E on IG. We're coming to y'all with more, with, with more information and more just great topics. Y'all enjoy yourselves and have a nice one. Peace out.